Hi. Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. Today, I've got Yen Kautzer. He's uh, with CKEI Solar, and they're a uh, alternate energy infrastructure solutions provider, and especially in the area of solar panels, which is a rapidly exploding field. Isn't that right, Jens? Welcome to the show. Yes, that is uh, correct. Uh, um, thank you for having me on your show, Alex. Uh, the, oh, love it. The solar industry is a very rapidly growing, uh, growing market in the U.S., you are correct. Well, and, and the important thing, and I'm very fond of pointing this out to my audience, is that all of these systems and infrastructures and technologies also require support infrastructures because you can't just simply throw this stuff out there in the field and expect it to function in all weathers, in all circumstances, in all environments. Relating to that is as key to the solution as the solution itself. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, that is correct. There are, uh, with, as with any uh, uh, product that is new to a market or any industry that is growing, there is always problems that you don't so foresee uh, in, the, in the beginning. So uh, that's where KEI comes in, uh, uses uh, uh, experience found in the German market. We, brought, we bring this over here, this experience from years of, uh, of, of dealing with, with, with issues and uh, we're offering these key solutions to the market here in the U.S. Yes, that's correct. Well, then, you know, let's, let's start from the top because I understand you have various systems for various levels and various application spaces. Let's start with installation. What are the things that KEI is doing to improve solar installations in the industry? Uh, the thing that we're doing is uh, uh, what KEI has found in the market in Germany is a unique product which is, uh, we call it the ALVA system. It's an install system for uh, flat roof installs only. It is only for, for larger buildings like uh, fabrication buildings or medical, medical buildings, hospitals, uh, or, or even uh, uh, anything with flat roofs where solar is going to be installed. Uh, this system, what's unique about it is it doesn't penetrate through the roof. It is a, a system that's a snap-in system, so you interconnect all the pieces <clears throat> in a snap-in, and uh, uh, one screw is required, only one side screw. Uh, you interconnect the unit, and then you strap it to the outside of your, of your building wall uh, with steel cables, so there is no penetration and because of the way that we uh, interconnect the system and the way it is laid out and fastened within itself, it is actually hurricane wind approved, which, uh, of course, in certain parts of the United States could become a very huge uh, issue. Uh, and, and this is where we uh, offer a unique uh, system, which is called the ALVA system, as I mentioned. Got it, got it. So in addition to reducing uh, complexity, because if it's a snap together, then that means you don't have to worry about your contractors dropping screws all over your roof when they're doing the install. Uh, but since it doesn't penetrate the roof, I'm assuming that also makes it easier for approvals and permits and getting the people who own the building to actually approve it. It smooths over a lot of issues. Correct. Well, in, in, in just about the history very briefly, uh, the the system was actually developed in Germany already back in uh, 2009, and it was a result of an issue which occurred in, uh, in, um, in the wintertime. There was a, a big um, a town hall in southern Germany, 
and uh, during the winter of 2009, and this, this, this town hall had solar panels on it, and these solar panels were fastened with uh, stones, uh, as, as which is very common still to this day in the United States, where uh, uh, some systems out in the field use heavy stones to just have a load to hold down the aluminum frame because they don't want to penetrate and put screws into the flat roof because, as you can imagine, that leads, that's the source for major water damage, potentially major water damage. So they're using huge pieces of stone. That happened, and then it started snowing, which leads me to another product that we have, and we talk about that later. But it started snowing, and the snow accumulated on the roof. It led to, a very, uh, it led to an overload of the roof structure, and the entire building collapsed because of this overload. So that, right. and that led uh, to the development of a unit that would not be that would not require stones. And so what we what what happened was we they developed this unit that was just strapped on the outside. That's where it all came from because if you only take the stones off and you just have the snow and the aluminum of your of your um, of your solar uh, solar structure. Any load will any any roof structure will carry that. If you add the stones, it becomes very critical. And architects need to need to keep that in mind when designing uh, solar panels for flat roof. It's a key important. Well, that makes all the sense in the world, Jens, because the, the the architect that designed the original building had to plan for snow, but they don't plan for a couple of tons of rock that the contractor threw up to make it easier to hold the system down. You know, it it, it does make a lot of sense, and that's very and, and the stone is a variable too, because I don't think the industry makes factory-sized graded stones that fit within the parameters of the architect. It's better to just eliminate the damn altogether. Yeah, correct. I mean, you just have to look at like uh, look at racking systems. Uh, type in uh, uh, racking systems in any search engine and look look at the images, and you will see in most cases heavy stones holding them down on flat roofs. Uh, and mm. there's really no 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 unit that we have seen. There's some plastic units. Some people are trying it, but they're still fastening it to the roof or. Uh, 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 at least we don't have. We haven't seen a strapped in a strapped unit that is free, free floating like that, interconnected, easy to use. As I said, uh, with our unit, because it's so simple, you just need one uh, power power drill and one uh, regular set of pliers. That's all that's needed to install this thing on the roof. Oh, that also reduces uh, installation costs as well as all of the other benefits you mentioned. Of course. Speed. I mean, you can install <laughs> one panel setup. Uh, uh, my girlfriend, who is not not experienced and has never been up on a roof, installed a solar panel. Uh, she did it on a she did it on uh, on a regular table, and she had one set uh, system set up in 120 seconds. Oh, that's great. Couple of minutes. So now, but Jens, that leads me to the next question. You mentioned that snow leads directly into one of the other solutions you have. Let's hear it. Correct. So uh, one other solution that we have is uh, is called the uh, Heinz system. The Heinz system is an award-winning. I should mention this is an award-winning system that uh, won the award for uh, most innovative uh, uh, design uh, product in uh, in Germany. It is uh, is a is a government-funded project that awards uh, smart ideas, innovative ideas, 
and uh, it's called uh, landoftheideas.de or something like that, www.land. There is a link. I can send it to you at some point. And then if well, I'll post the link. Don't worry about it, Jens. We'll post the link on the page with the uh, interview when it runs. Okay, that's good. And so um, uh, this system, what it does is it, uh, it, it is, a, is a reverter. Uh, in, instead of having an inverter, we, we use a reverter. And uh, what it does is it's connected to a, um, to a sensor that um, is, is uh, um, there is this, there's a snow sensing sensor mounted onto the solar install. And uh, you can just do that on one panel because if it snows, you just measure, measure the snow on one panel and that will uh, activate the entire, the entire unit. So you just have one little small sensor package. And uh, what we do is we just take the existing wiring and uh, the existing install of the uh, solar panels and we re revert the energy. We pull uh, power out of the grid and run it through the reverter and bring it back into the panels as a slow volt voltage uh, and um, um, it, it's run through, the C, through our central control unit, again, triggered by the sensor, and it starts warming up the panel. And the panel will, will uh, rise by like 17 degrees Celsius. And that is enough uh, um, energy to warm the panel up to where any panel, will, where any snow that's accumulated will melt. And um, so uh, it will keep the solar panel free of snow at any time. As soon as the snows, uh, snowing stops, of course, the panel will go back into production mode. Sun comes out, it will start producing again. So you really never have a, a panel that uh, has any snow coverage at all. Unless, of course, you willingly turn it off if you don't want to pull anything out of the grid. But we're not using much energy because, as you can imagine, we're just warming it up very slightly with, uh, I, I don't want to tell you, but of course, that's part of the pattern that we have behind it, the amount of voltage that we run through it, part of the, the, the program that was written for it. Um, but it, as I said, it's, it's safe because they have to be each solar panel, and you know that every, every solar uh, panel manufacturer will, 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 uh, will tell you that it won't, it won't harm their warranty because they're overprotected for an overcharge anyway in case of lightnings and so, and so forth. So we're just using right. it already, and we're just running a little bit through it. And the key to it is really the program that we developed for it, the the, the software that was written for it. And and uh, our partner in Germany, Electra, will actually go into your system. That will go in there wirelessly based on your layout. They will program it, and they will control it too. You can you can control this remotely as well. That's a unique feature about the system. You know, I will send you an email and, or a little text to say now I had to switch into, into melting mode. Uh, that's Got you. And what it does is it. It, goes, it goes together with the Alva system because in the Alva system, the smart install, in between the panels we have a spot where we have the drainage because it is one thing, of course, to just melt the snow, but it is extremely important to also get it off the roof because it's not just important to melt it. If you melt the snow, it runs down into the existing snow in between the panels or on the roof, and what happens? It's just you have ice. a amount of ice, and then it, it, I mean, it's nothing, it's not helping. You don't get the weight off the roof. 
So the drainage system of the hind system that goes together with the alvar is just as important. It's a wiring system that we run in between the panels, and that gets activated as well. So now the entire roof is kind of like covered with aluminum. Got it. Got it. Well, you know, that makes all the sense in the world, Jens, because even, as long as it's a reasonable amount of power, which, you know, obviously it had to be or you wouldn't be marketing it as a cost-effective solution, any reasonable amount of power is acceptable because a down solar panel is down the entire period of time, not just the period of time you needed to to melt it, where then also, as you point out, the you have to do something with the water. You can't just let it accumulate. So I think it's a very good thing that you pointed out that these two technologies fit hand-in-hand hand to provide a robust and safe solar system. Correct. And, and, and uh, you can find this information, of course, on our website as well. Uh, but we have, a, uh, we have some um, uh, example uh, return of investment calculations where we show, uh, of course, this is all depending on the size of your of your project, of your solar solar uh, setup, and uh, excuse me, of your solar setup, as well as the uh, 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 geographical area you're in. Because if you're further up north, of course, and you have more snow, it becomes a lot more cost effective. The more snow, you know, the the quicker your return of investment is. So we've seen some of some return of investment calculations of as soon as two and a half years, and uh, that's that's pretty. I mean, with, if you look at <clears throat> solar panels, life expectancy, what, 20 years, maybe 25, maybe longer, uh, probably longer, two and a half years of return of investment to add additional safety and then guarantee production in winter months no matter what. I mean, that's a benefit. Very much so. So, excellent. So, Jens. Unfortunately, this is a podcast, and we can talk forever, but we do have a time limit. But one thing I want to do before I let you go is I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word in the show. It could be a little bit more about the product, uh, something about the market, or just a tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. Okay, well, the last product that I want to just maybe really talk about is uh, our third product, and in, in, in that was the product that we actually uh, – that brought, that brought the company KI to, to light because uh, – it deals with the protection of firefighters. Uh, ah. We found out about the, the problem that the industry is facing, which is called the NEC uh, 2014 regulation for firefighting or for fire safety for solar panels. Uh, it's uh, Article 690-12, and in there they require that every solar panel or that solar panels uh, need a quick shutoff. Uh, and those, there, is some, there are some products out there that do a quick shut-off, but they really don't shut off at the panel level, which uh, uh, you need to protect firefighters. And that's a, a product that we found. Again, you can find this on our website. Uh, we call this the FireSec product, uh, the, yeah, the FireSec solution. And uh, key, key element, it turns off each panel individually, drops the voltage exposure on the roof down to... Uh, 35 to 38 volts, which is uh, safe for anybody to operate under. Even if uh, uh, you, you, you put your water hose on there, firefighters will be safe. I just wanted to mention that as the last product because I believe that uh, that has a huge or could have a huge impact in the United States as well. But again, something that is more for industrial or, or co- commercial applications, 
not so much for the uh, for the individual homeowners. Uh, we, we we offer solutions for larger projects, uh, for the bigger picture, large operation solar panel systems. Well, and that's what. But I, but actually, Jens, that's where it's the most critical. As a homeowner, the the roof is pitched. They're going to go out there with you know with a brush and sweep off the damn panels if they need to. But the facility with uh, with five acres of solar panels can't have a guy run around with a little brush all the time just to make sure the things are free of snow and turn them off to protect the firemen in case there's a facility fire. Absolutely, you're you're correct. But uh, you you know you you need to look at the demographics of the United States. Uh, how many people are buying a house for how long? How is it treated as an investment? You know what happens because uh, the the solar industry is very price sensitive. And if I yes, have, uh, it only makes sense at a certain kilowatt uh, per hour production level to have an additional investment because this system. And I have to say that the FireSec system is not a system you can buy for like four hundred dollars. Uh, this is a little bit Got of investment, and that's and that's and that's why uh, we believe, or I believe, it is suited more for larger applications. Again, goes in hand with the Alba system. You know, you already have one solution. Why not add a third solution on if you're an architect, or if you're if you're a planner, or if you're uh, if you're if you're a photovoltaic company over in the United States? Because we don't do the install. We're looking for partners. So if you're ah, okay, Nick, that's a good mention. Yeah, if you're out there as a as a, a photovoltaic company, an install company, or a distributor, or an architect, anybody who wants to partner with us, we're offering the solutions. We're not we we're not actually the ones who are out on the roof. We're we're bringing these products and ideas to the market. Got it. No, I understand completely, Ends. So I really do appreciate you pointing that out because that really provides a complete security and safety infrastructure for. Uh, what a lot of people think of as a simple solution, but has a lot of complex ramifications behind it. Correct. I mean, think about a school. A school is a perfect example. Large application. It probably gets government funding. So you need it. You want it to be, you know, you want it to be. If it's a, a school in Minnesota, large roof, and uh, they want they want to have snow free in the in the winter time. We guarantee that no extra overload. If, the, if there is ever a fire and there's something as critical as a school where you need to react really fast, firefighters can turn the system off and can go in there. Right now, I have talked to firefighters in Austin. With the training right now for solar panel, uh, to treat solar panels, it's a controlled burn. Just look at it and let it burn down. Make sure everybody else is safe, and when you can, go in from the outside. But nobody can go on the roof. Nobody will go on the roof and touch it at this point because... We need to do education as well, and that's what we're trying to do. Uh, uh, but that's step two. We just found the products. Now we need to educate the market about it. Well, I'm glad you ed- educated us, again. I'm really glad you came on the show to tell us all about these things. And uh, I hope everyone does go to the website and take a look because those are critical aspects of a very important infrastructure. Correct. And the website is called www.eiesolar.com. Excellent. And we'll make sure to mirror that on the write-up for the podcast itself so our uh, audience can just do a straight click-through. So, Jens, thank you again for taking the time to be on the show. I really appreciate it because, as I mentioned in the beginning, I'm really fond of reminding our audience of the supporting infrastructures that are critical to support these uh, core disruptive technologies. Correct. Thank you very much.
All the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.